The Hicks continue with their crack and egg bit, but callers are bugging them for unrelated shit. So in a real shocker, the Hicks turn to soccer, using red and yellow cards to eliminate tits. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. That means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one will give you a red card for being a tit. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Vermilion Victor. And joining us this week is the man from Minnesota, he of the majestic beard and cool-ass helmet. Please join me in making some noise for Chad. Wondrous! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing! (laughs) Welcome back to the Produce Tan, Chad. Thanks for having me, guys. Always love to hear your excitement, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long week, all right? Yeah, Uh, he's already done a podcast this week, and now he's doing this one with us. Uh, I mean, you're you're now basically a regular, Chad, so uh, we don't need to get to know you. We'll just uh, skip right into the... um, how are you they didn't now? listen to the other two. Yeah, to, so <laughs> How yeah. Are you know. There we go. Um, the lineup tonight will be Victor, Matt, Tanya, Al, Chad. So, Victor, how was your week? Yeah, it was a pretty good week. Um, uh, time is just flying by. I I lose track that the, you know uh, was the was it was the was the foot soccer football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we calling? Are we calling soccer or football? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, soccer. All right. Was that and this is from a, like, this is from a soccer fan, so uh, we, yeah. we can uh, American soccer fan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, MLS. So, so, yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, that game with Italy um, uh, and England—that was this the, just this weekend, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday. It was. Yeah. Sunday yeah. Okay, I don't know. Like that's the thing. My 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 memory just shot. <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. I, I watched that with William, and that was a. Uh, uh, it's a funny way to end a game, right? Mm. It's it's always like a, an interesting conversation afterwards. You know, is that the right way to end to end a game? But regardless, it was a very exciting finish, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, England was up, <laughs> and and you thought for sure they're going to win because you know in soccer, it, it, you know the, the, it's it's the shooter has the advantage, yeah, because the goalie's ba- basically guessing mm-hmm. each time. But oh my goodness, that. Uh, uh, um, Italian goalie, uh, Jean, uh, what's his name? Jean Luigi. Uh, Luigi. he was Jean Luigi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. brother Luigi. of Mario. It's, what? Uh, well, uh, you, it starts with a D. That's all I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Profile and profile. And I know, wrong. right? Yeah. yeah what the be, hell? be careful. Be careful. So anyway, so he was unbelievable. He, yeah. he made three saves in a row to basically win that match. That's crazy. So that was, uh, that was, that was a pretty exciting. So, and it's really nice for our sleep fans because, you know, having England not win a championship, <laughs> any meaningful championship in 50 years mm-hmm. is right up there with us not winning a thing. Yeah. Uh, what is 67? So yeah, we can relate. I, I appreciate sure. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, before we get to Matt, Chad, did you watch any of the, the game or the tournament? Were you even interested? 
course, of course I did. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know you're I'm, an MLS fan, but I'm, the, I'm the I'm the soccer fan. I've okay. watched all of it. Yeah. I pretty I watched pretty much all of it. Not all. Mm-hmm. When I was working, I couldn't watch any of the games, but you know, I watched every one I could. Did, so, did you have so, a favorite in the series? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who were you rooting yeah, for? Yeah, where I was, are your I was, roots? I was rooting for Finland, my my home country. Okay. Oh, so, wow. so in Germany, mm-hmm. and so I'm Finnish German. So like, I was like, wow. oh, we will go with these two teams, and then <laughs> one got knocked out right away, and the other one made it a little bit in the ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit further. I'm a Portugal. <laughs> a bit further. I'm a Portugal I, fan, so I can commiserate. Yeah, I'm happy to say I was rooting for Italy from the start uh, since I lived there for oh. a year. And, 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 and I was there when they won the World Cup in uh, 82 uh, in Germany. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so that was exciting. So, yeah, so I was, I was uh, very, very excited uh, that that happened. And uh, so it was fun. Um, and then the other thing is uh, we, we saw the movie um, War Jaws. of Tomorrow's War, War of Tomorrow. I don't know, some stupid movie that came out on Amazon with uh, Chris Pratt. Oh Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the name, but, the, but yeah, I've seen it on on yeah. And yeah. Anyway, it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. it was very tropey, you know. Your lead up didn't it, sound like you were gonna say it was good. <laughs> yeah, like some it was, stupid movie on Amazon, just, fucking Chris Pratt. Because, yeah, yeah. Because you know it was very kind of cookie cutter style movie. But I mean, there was a few parts that were you know typically when a movie starts, you expect the aliens to attack, mm-hmm. and that's not. And you know, I'm not gonna give it away in case you want to watch it. But it, you know, it just it's it's a bit of a different spin on it so the aliens um, win yeah my biggest issue my <laughs> i do say that uh, my biggest issue with my biggest issue with the movie is just it wasn't far enough in the future for us to believe that the technology okay. that gotcha existed sure it just it's just it's hard like i know you're mm-hmm. supposed to take you know take your brain out put it on a shelf and just enjoy the movie but at the same time it has there has to be some <coughs> something there and it was just not far enough like we're still so in, infantile uh in our uh, understanding of technology mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things uh, i don't believe that I don't. I just don't believe in that. In our lifetime, anything dramatic uh, would 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 happen. So, so Victor, so, anyway, if you were to give this movie an MVP, what would it be? Would it be like the camouflage worn by the soldiers or something? What? what um... <laughs> uh, I I think I because I don't want to spoil the movie. It's it's too early for me okay. to give out the MVP. All right, for that well, we're, we're waiting yeah. on pins and needles. And, and 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 the final thing I'll say is I went into the office for the first time since oh, wow since uh, March Madness of last year uh, and 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 it was eerie because yep. when i walked into my office like mm. like my actual office nothing was moved everything was in the, it's like it, it's like it was paused mm-hmm. <laughs> i had like yeah. packaged cookies there was a there was a <laughs> weird fucking weird right yeah yeah it is, there it's was bizarre. like <laughs> all my papers like everything was exactly the way i left it i'm thinking didn't the cleaners come in here and clean mm. it but there was no dust anywhere, so, so I don't they know. dusted was, around your cookies and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, didn't like, throw out the cookies though. Yeah. No, either, there was nothing. Well, they're not allowed. It's your stuff. So, oh. so, <laughs> so I'm just thankfully there wasn't anything perishable there. But yeah, uh, yeah it was just very eerie. That's like after That's- a year and, and three months uh, of not going in, you went. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I had the same thing after only go. I think I went in after we were locked down for or working from home for four, yeah. three or four months. And even that was just strange because yeah, no one knew 
when they left that Friday that they weren't coming back into the mm-hmm. office. So there's like jackets still hung over uh, chairs. Yeah. They were, they were, like you said, they were like cookies. It's like the or, zombie movies, yeah, right? Like yeah, people, it was, all it, people disappear, but there's this stuff, the coffee's still there. Yeah, and exactly. You know. Yeah. It was crazy. And the calendars are still on yeah. the same yeah. date. Like yeah, it's, it's, it had, nothing's moved. It was weird. Anyway, I cleaned out my office as if I'm never, ever, ever in my life going to go back there again. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah. Because I don't think I will. I yeah. think that's it. I think that was the last time I've, I've ever stepped into that building. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's, that's, I cleaned it out. I went home and I said, all right, that's it. That'll do. Well, I'm, I'm going to be kind of homeless because uh, I, I'm, I still have my desk on the 11th floor for my old team, but my new team is on the seventh floor, but I don't have a new desk yet. So I'm like, when I go, when I do go into the office, just still go every once in a while. I'm like, I'm homeless. I don't know where I should go. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, how was uh, your week? Sit next to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I did the other day. Actually, when I went in, he was in. We we spent a, a pleasant day together. It's true. Yeah. It was Aww. great. It was it was Vandabar. Uh, no pictures though. So did you yeah, pictures? And yeah. down you the I never I never posted them. I forgot to post them. I will. Yeah. We went for a walk yeah. in the park and there, we didn't hold oh, hands. Like, it was a, it was a nice <laughs> dinner date. Oh, okay. it, was, it was lovely. See, I would have taken it in I'm another direction. Skipping. I'm I, I know, right? Hey, actually, we almost we almost found ourselves on the swings. That's yeah, that's for sure. Uh, we were on a park bench team. So anyway, it was for it was next for, time you go in, you have to take Nerf guns and just yeah, make it uh, a so full was, out was, Nerf war. So, That's what I would so do. So romantic, so romantic between you two. I would it be is. like, I'll post no pictures. One's here. So HR it was not it was, around. It was part of a photo shoot and a, or actually a video. Was it a video shoot or a photo? It was shoot? a video. video, video shoot. For for something that's happening called Light Bulb Day, and Matt and I went in. We volunteered to be in this video. So there was a lot of like video shots of us walking down the halls and in the office and then out in the park and and sitting on the bench and there's even a a, a, a corny shot of matt sitting on a rock with the it's terrible the, i'm actually notebook. embarrassed thinking back to him like when they revealed that i'm like that looked really bad yeah so <laughs> the swings would have been more appropriate yeah yeah we were we were joking around hey let's do one where i'm on a swing and matt's pushing me or something oh wait, wait isn't light bulb play supposed to be all about innovation yeah yeah and and that's what you guys came up with no, it wasn't well, us. The though. thinking <laughs> rock, you know, thinking, Victor, thinking. Don't be surprised, but we were actually just we were just the talent in this one. We weren't. We had nothing yeah. to do with production here. We were just doing right. doing what we were told. Yes. All right. It's a rare, it's a rare occasion, but it happens. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, why don't you, why don't you do what you're being told now and actually tell us how your week went? Yeah. Right? I yes. Was <laughs> crying, and then that was rude, Victor. Wow. Claws out already. Wow. All right. It's gonna be a fun night. I say. I can't. So glad I came, guys. Coming a confrontation. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my week, my my, it's pretty much on tone. Uh, but you know, I I I got Disney Plus, so that was fun. Ooh, and congratulations! Finally, thank you, thank you. Well, I've got it on a three month free subscription, oh. so I'm really cheap. Right. So I'm. Which is your I'm, favorite princess? Um, <laughs> oh, Mer- no, Merida. No joke. It is a lot of fun going down to the, the Disney Channel. Oh, uh, I was options. crushing. Yeah, Matt, I'm, I'm going to watch WandaVision. It's so good. So I, that's next. So we're okay. still You'll finishing. Love it. You will love we're it. We're still finishing Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Jen said she's in on the Marvel series stuff. So Ooh, I, we're going to we're going to do that. So I think we're going to start with WandaVision and yes. start going through all the series. I'm really excited. But that's next. So we've mm-hmm. only got a couple more episodes of of Handmaid's Tale left. But I'm doing the I'm doing the old school stuff. So I'm getting I watched uh, Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't seen that movie forever. I right? It's amazing. I watched heavyweights with my kids. Mm. 
right? I'm loving it. I'm like, I'm right up my alley. I'm watching all these old school stuff. We were watching Tailspin the other day. It was oh, so yeah. much fun. Yeah. yeah. Actually, and we just started watching Animania. That's not Disney, but but uh, talk about so good. Warner Warner Brothers. Brothers. Warner Brothers, the Animania, but the, the reboot, which is amazing. Like they, mm-hmm. they, I haven't seen it. The, they haven't skipped a beat. It's as good as the original. It's, yeah. it's yeah. so good. And, and Chad, you'd be proud of me. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'll say that, but yeah. I respect it. I'm, I, I've started into Mandalorian. So oh, it is, I'm almost, I don't actually, I don't even know if I'm almost done. I'm about halfway through season one. I didn't realize it was so much about baby Yoda and <laughs> it he's is pretty cool to watch. And <laughs> I mean, so, baby Yoda's life. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I, I am going through that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm ex- super excited about it, but I'm enjoying it. So <laughs> I'm going through fair. it and, and I'm giving it, I think it's the same way I've always felt with Star Wars. People go crazy about it. I'm not one oh. of the I'm not one of those people that oh, haters. You know, I, I know. I definitely I know, like Star Wars guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys got a helmet on. I love it. Okay, uh, Matt, definitely get, get like a screen Star Wars guys. <laughs> get the screen. Wait, wait, wait! Leave it. Uh, Matt's got to get his screen cap. <laughs> All right, hopefully I got it. <laughs> All right, excellent. Um, but yeah, again. I mean, aside from that, I mean, I've just been, I've been binge watching some stuff. Same old shit. Uh, we had another surgical appointment with my dog. Um, just kind of better understanding next steps and lining up when he's going to go for surgery. So mm-hmm. I'd still sort of wait and see. Um, so that's not great. Again, some son's better. It's been fun. Okay. And then actually I would say the, the one highlight is we're doing this whole thing at work. Now you're probably aware of this. There's this big job architecture thing, realignment stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the news came through for myself and it's quite positive and I'm, and I'm quite happy about that. So I, I you know everyone, everyone's getting this new, essentially in the end, I end up with a bit of a promotion um, that'll take nice. effect middle of August. And I'm pretty excited about it because it was something that had been talks for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I passed up on a position last year at a higher role because I knew it wouldn't be something I was excited about, even though it would have been more money and different Mm -hmm. responsibility Mm -hmm. because I knew my skills and my passions were better suited in what I do. Um, so I, so I stayed, um, with some hope that my job would, would grow and it has. So, um, it was nice to see that come to fruition and, uh, Good days nice. ahead Congrats. from that standpoint. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm pretty Congrats. happy. Job's doing well. And I keep and I keep pushing forward on that one. It's always a risk when you turn down a, a promotion, but uh, you know, when it when it works out, it's great. Well, and, and again, I I done that before, not not turned down. I say I went down a path with a role in the past where I knew I wouldn't be happy, but I took it and mm-hmm. I just and I wasn't. And I wasn't right. happy. And mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes a hard decision to make, but you know, when you find something you love, which I actually genuinely love what I do right now, mm-hmm. I'm making a real impact. I'm, I'm getting a lot of influence and being part of really cool things in our company. Um, it's hard to step away from it. Mm-hmm. And there was some temptation through that situation, but at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I have to stay here because I, I know for myself, I'm going to feel better about it. And I'm glad that it's paid off. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a good feeling. So awesome. it worked out. Nice. All right. Uh, Tanya, how was your week? Um, my week is still the same as last <laughs> Hasn't week. Changed much. Nothing really much has changed. Um, yeah. So work is still work. Um, uh, the, the house, uh, you know what? Things are improving because, um, um, our numbers are good and we started opening up, uh, um, our kids to seeing their friends and having play dates. And so it's been oh, really, been really nice so good. to, to see, uh, and, and it's, it's been it's it's one of those bittersweet things like um telling our like daughter <laughs> telling our daughter that she can have a play date and she's like 
like them inside. And we're like, yeah, they're going to come inside. She's like with a mask on. And I'm like, no, no mask on. She's like, can I touch them? And I'm like, yeah, you can touch them. Just not inappropriately. Right. (laughs) Do we need to go that far? No, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been really fantastic seeing them um, really take on and, and, and enjoy life the way it should be and, and having play dates and friends. And, and uh, so that's been exciting and fun. Um, my funny story is that uh, tonight I got full out high five smacked in the face by our seven year old. So oh. we, I have this little thing where I say, okay, go, go to sleep. And then I tap them on the fr- forehead and I say, okay, uh, sleepy stick has hit you go to sleep. And so she's like, I'm going to hit you with the sleepy stick. And so she full out has no control over how hard she's hitting. And thankfully I had my glasses <laughs> off because she came at me full force and smacked me on the floor. I'm surprised I don't have a seven-year-old's handprint on my forehead. Uh-oh. And she got the palm of her hand onto my nose. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm going to have black eyes. <laughs> and I'm like holding onto my face and, and and the sound of the smack when it, when actually she made contact, she's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, please you do not know your own strength and you need to harness yourself a little bit there. <laughs> In her defense, the room must have been dark and she probably didn't. Oh, she, but she wound up. So I think. it's called a sleepy stick and you hit someone with no. it and they go to sleep. <laughs> it's just is this a, is this a, is is that that a Portuguese thing, Al? That no, no, I'm not sure this is. Uh, I think it's called a blackjack in other, in other. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's just you tap them on the forehead. You go sleepy stick. Good night. Yeah, tap no. them. That's whatever. It's, yeah, it's I, I've n- I've <laughs> never heard of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, My week. Uh, (laughs) Pretty much standard. I didn't watch the soccer on on the weekend. I was, again, since the pandemic started, I haven't been really following much of sports of anything, which is weird because I used to be such a big follower of sports. But anyway, uh, you know, work's been great. Uh, Today, um, uh, we had some extreme weather come through the area. And just about half an hour north of here. Um, a tornado uh, hit down and actually mm-hmm. went right through, literally through my brother's neighborhood, uh, just uh, in southeast Barry. Um, I, I te- when I like my phone all afternoon was going off with with extreme weather alerts and I'm like yeah yeah whatever like we were like it was windy here but you know where we are the worst we'll get is a thunderstorm uh but when when i saw news that something actually touched down and when when they said where it was i'm like oh shit that's where my brother is and i actually texted him are you guys okay uh thankfully about half an hour later he you know responded say yeah we're fine our house is okay there's a bunch of debris uh but some of my neighbors just like a few houses down like roofs were torn off uh there's quite a bit of damage uh in his area and and he'd lost power and stuff but thankfully the family is um is fine is safe and as far as i i think there were a few injuries but nothing too severe yeah. so thankfully um uh, it could have been it could have been much crazy worse videos for sure. coming yeah. out. And, and, and it's crazy because i mean i know these things happen all over especially like in the southern states like this is very common mm-hmm. for us it's not no, so it's not when all. it happens it's quite a big story here and i mean some of the damage was really i mean they were identifying as significant mm-hmm. um and you could see the footage but it was it was interesting so i was driving with my middle son mm-hmm. shortly after or right around the time this was happening and yeah a big um emergency alert came through the radio it showed he was all confused and then it was funny because he's eight years old and he heard tornado he goes you know what dad i really want to see a tornado <laughs> and then he stopped he goes 
but I don't. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I know they're really dangerous and I think it'd be cool to see, but I also don't, I don't want anything to happen. And I'm like, it was kind of, and, and I actually kind of hear what he's saying. And again, sure. not downplay. It's horrible. Like some of the things that happen in these houses, these people have to go through is, is awful. But there is this general curiosity. It's mother nature. It's so amazing mm-hmm. and wild. Oh, to I'd see be a it storm chaser for sure. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So, I've always said, I mean, I'd love to stand in a hurricane and, and, and see a volcano erupt or sit in front of a tornado. These are all horrible things that have very real consequences. But there's a gen, there's a curiosity behind that as well. It's the power and the an energy. Ex- yeah. Yeah. One, one of my unreal. old uh, teacher, college teachers, he, he actually ended up on that show, Storm Chasers. He was one of the main guys on Storm Chasers. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, and I had no idea. And I saw him, I was like, is that George? Oh, my God. It's George. I was like, I didn't know he was into that. He was, he was a hell of a bass player and, and a musician. I didn't I didn't know he had this uh, background and, and passion for, for chasing the, after storms. I'm the same as you, Matt. We were in Jamaica when uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. Oh, man. Um, and we were the first island to get hit by it. And uh, I was the same thing. I'm like, can I just sneak outside? Like, yeah. I just want to, I just want to feel the energy off of it. I'm like, yeah. it was just incredible how yeah. powerful those winds can. Yeah. Get. I don't ever wish any harm upon anyone or, yeah. or damage to people, but I just, mm-hmm. the, yeah, right. The energy and the, inst- yeah. like the craziness of mother nature. I just want to be able to see that up close. It's so and it's um, crazy. It's and so it's powerful. Say, but, yeah. you, you get a lot of natural disasters in Minnesota there, uh, Chad. Not really, no. Just See, I have a story it's, about it's, Minnesota. It's Ontario. I mean, my minus like blizzards and shit. Yeah, it's hey, pretty much hey, pretty much the it, same as you guys. So like I, the body Ventura was a natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to Minnesota, and I remember coming into the airport and uh, and seeing the first thing I saw when I it came into the building was the bathroom, and then there was this strange sign that I've never seen anywhere, and it was a hurricane shelter. Like this is your hurricane shelter if there's a hurricane. And I'm like where did I just land? What? Like, <laughs> why is there a sign dedicated for hurricane information? I'm like, is that happening here? Like on a regular basis that we need a sign for it. That, That's hilarious. I could not believe no. I'm like, yeah. So I thought you guys had quite a few of them. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And it's the, the same, it's the same climate as you guys. Yeah. yeah we're pretty I thought much. So too, yeah. You're South Ontario. Yeah. South <laughs> Ontario. Near yeah. the lakes. Yeah. Uh, Northern Southern Canada, so northern southern. <laughs> the uh, only other notable piece of uh, uh, news for this week, actually, at tomorrow will mark one year from the from our first episode uh, being published. So, uh, happy anniversary, Victor, Matt, Tanya. Uh, Welcome to the anniversary show, Chad, year. where we yeah. have the longest cold open in Protestant oh, history. <laughs> we needed to do shots tonight. We needed to do the tap tap. Oh yeah, we take a shot. Yeah. So, so cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. We to a year. Who, who knew this was going to last a year? That's crazy. Uh, we went. Uh, you know, we defied the odds there. <laughs> it's true. Chad, how was your week? <laughs> uh it was it was a good week. It was a good week. Yeah. Um, let's see. Monday, this for this like first part of the week, it just like dragged on for me. Like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I was just like, it's fucking noon. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just want to go home already. Then it was one of those weeks. And then just today, I don't know why. Just like was in like kind of a super good mood. Must have slept right last night. So I was just like super happy no, you jamming you out com- with the music. You were coming to the yeah, stand. That too. Yeah, that too. Uh, that Chad, too. Chad, let's get trash tonight then, buddy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, before we get trash, we should get and nice and wide awake. So why don't I have some... Co- oh, 
not done yet. You're I not guess. done. Jeez, everybody I, I else oh, is like really pushing <laughs> things, Al, isn't he? There, Al, Al really does this to me. Every time I come on, I'll I'll like say something and then I'll like pause and then he'll just move on. And I'm like, Al, <laughs> I'm not pause. done yet. Yeah. All right, and confirm. You have to like drag out a note in between your talk. Yeah, you like, need yeah. to put and up. Then you have to do like in letter Kenny. You got to go. I pause for effect though. So you know, like, keep <laughs> Sorry. You just, need to put the sign up. Someone like, mentioned that long, cold open, and, and ours is going pretty long. But Chad, finish, uh, finish your. your cares, no, no. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, please. You're the guest. You should. Chad, have, next time you pause, yellow just card. Let me know and I'll, I'll oh, I just a got a yellow bit. card from Matt. <laughs> I'll, I'll play a little interlude between your pauses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's <laughs> soon gonna be the tit. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and then, uh, yeah. So then, yesterday, I, I did a. I was doing my producing my Star Wars show that I produced every once in a while, and uh, we talked about the prequel trailers, and that was pretty good. Check that out on YouTube and at uh, Star Wars Culture. We uh, we had a fun time. Fun yeah, time. I, I caught you, some of that. It was great, and 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 uh, you're wearing your helmet then, and and uh, you, you may have checked. Can check me wearing my helmet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I'm you, not gonna put it on. If you are a Star Wars fan, uh, this is a, a good. Would you call? Is this a podcast or, or, or a webcast? Uh, what would you call it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the best All answer. All of the above. All of the above. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it does come out in audio, mm-hmm. and then it does. We do like the live show. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, and it's I notice you have a panel of five, so oh. yourself included, and there's somebody there from Toronto. You want to uh, maybe shout out your uh, panelists or your uh, co-hosts? Oh y- yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy Jordan, he, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Real good cosplayer guy. down, yeah, real good guy. <laughs> and uh, we got my my friend Hannah down from down under, so and she's fun. Always had heads a blast. My buddy Nick, who uh, also produces the show with me, he's mm-hmm. we do we do the weird pops pop ups and like play the videos and stuff. And then uh, another guy that I'll be producing his show when he goes on to YouTube, uh, my buddy Dominic from Star Wars Underworld. He's from Toronto, so. Yeah, and it's a very slick-looking production, so kudos to you guys. It looks great, and you guys sound good. So, again, if, you're, you. if you're a Star Wars fan, you sh- it's worth checking out. Uh, yeah. where, where, where can you guys be found on online? Uh, you can find us on the Twitters at Star Wars Culture with a Z at the end of Wars. So, Star Wars Culture. Awesome. So, I pretty much retweet them all the time. So, yeah. And then, that, that, then uh, yeah, then tonight has highlighted them. Actually, the highlight of my week was definitely the helmet, though. So this is takes a close second. <laughs> yeah, all good. That's all fair. Good. We'll accept that. We'll take second place after a helmet. Um, are we good for coffee? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a coffee? Can we move on now? Tanya, would you like a coffee? Yes. Victor, would you like a coffee? I'd have a coffee. Matt, would, how, would you like a coffee? I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. Well, that's good because uh, the produce stand is serving uh, diabolical coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. If you're a coffee lover, regardless of your taste or preference, they have an option for you. Whole bean, coarse and standard ground grind espresso they even have a k-cup option and for now and now for the entirety of season seven you can use a promo code protostan for 10 percent off any coffee or merch purchased at diabolicalcoffee.com so please support us by supporting them thank you to diabolical coffee and to eric for your support this season by the way our buddy mike loranger he's already reordering another couple of pounds of, of diabolical coffee he can't get yeah. enough of this stuff so he's uh he's my, my, mine arrived this week i was quite happy yeah it did take a while to 
to cross the border. I remember ours took a little bit of time to to, to clear customs, unfortunately. Uh, I, I just got my Proto Stand shirt. Oh, I, I just ordered it. I haven't gotten it yet. So hopefully it comes in next week. So, okay. Well, we expect uh, to see a tweet of you. You're still repping the plaid, though. So that's exactly. Okay. Yeah. Still wearing the uh, Keswick dinner jacket. Got to not break tradition, right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of support, welcome to 19 new Twitter followers. Uh, welcome to Michael Sawyer, Jason Baraba from C- Capitola, California. Uh, hashtag LFGM from Hudson Falls, New York. Uh, Pixelforgers.com from Dallas, uh, Fort Worth. Uh, Miss Goddess, Markery, Disputed Podcast. That's Dean Giles' new podcast uh, that uh, soon enough, I think Matt and I are going to be on. Uh, we're going to uh, debate who would win in a fight? I believe is that is that what we're doing? We're we're um, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. So uh, I think it's uh, between who would win in a fight between Wayne and Shorzy. So we're gonna. Be- that, I was given very little detail. All I know, all I was told was Al chose Wayne, so I guess you get Shorzy. But if you're not comfortable <laughs> with that. He's willing to trade. I'm I, like, no, no, I'll take sloppy seconds. Don't right. worry. Well, I told Dean, I'll, I'll take whoever, but uh, you know, if, if you give me the choice, I'll take Wayne. So there you go. So that's going to happen soon. Brand new podcast uh, hasn't started yet, but it's called Disputed Podcast. So keep your eyes pierced for that. Uh, in fact, they already have a Twitter handle, so you might as well go and follow it so that you know when the first episode comes out. Uh, Joss Muradu from Barnsley, England. Uh, Stephen Laflamme from uh, Ottawa. David Cobb from Georgia, uh, Mindy, uh, Seth Rosen, just Jimmy from his iPhone, uh, Heather Helton, uh, Rachel V42711 from Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, Ian Sapp, Dennis Sweeney from Great Falls, Montana, Daco Zombie, and the Cabinet of Dr. Mystery. Uh, thank you all for uh, following and hopefully for listening. Previously. On Letter Canny. Last week we recapped and reviewed the first episode of season seven, Crack and Egg. That episode received a fresh rating from Matt, a clearance from Adrian and myself, and a compost from Tanya and Victor. <coughs> According to our scientific Twitter poll, 60.9% of you agreed with Matt that it was a fresh, while 39.1% gave it a clearance. No composts were given. Uh, this week we recap and review episode two of season seven, red card, yellow card. Have you done your homework, Victor? I have. Matt, have you done your homework? Just under the wire. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I did my homework. Chad, have you done your homework? Same, Matt. <laughs> so it's <laughs> fresh in your minds. Excellent. We'll Share, go we'll go Let's get to the chorus. <laughs> so we open with a cold open, and it's just another ap- episode of Crack and Egg. Uh, this time, the Hicks are drinking beer. Oh, yeah, you might notice that we got beers this time. Uh, I guess uh, Katie got an email from one of you saying that... Well, it you- wasn't an email. It was a DM. That's DM. Dick move? Buy municipalities? Which mean a DMT like Joe Rogan? A DM is a direct message. I never heard that. Who been sliding in your DMs? Dudes. I've been sliding. Why don't you hit me back? I've been sliding. Why don't you hit me back? Well, I guess Katie got DMT'd by by one of you saying that well you just <laughs> like the show because it makes you feel like you're just like the fourth person sitting around with us gabbing, so so we figured if we're just sitting around gabbing, we may as well have beers. Katie suggests they take a call, and really nothing has improved since their previous episode. Wayne is still surprised to have a caller. They go through the usual exercise to establish whether the caller can even hear them. Squirrely Dan is still looking around, wondering where the voice is coming from, and Katie's letting them know that they don't need to yell. The first caller is Gray Daniels. 
His issue is he's been he's bagging firewood and one of his workers is being a tit. The uh, Hicks ask him who the tit is. Uh, first grade Daniels doesn't want to tell tales out of school since bad gas travels fast in a small town. But after prodding uh, prodding by Squirrely Dan, he gives up the name. Dalton Thibodeau. Oh, fuck. His old man's a fucking tit, too. Why? He got a fucking impaired taking his kid to soccer practice two summers ago. Oh, lordy. That's a D-Gems move. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I seen Dalton chain up a sick cow and drag it across the lawn because it was too sick to stand. Did he really? Yeah. Mother f- Cox. Fucking fuck you, Tibidoo. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> That's what I said. So figure it out. He said figure it out. Figure it out for you. Uh, the Hicks have some questions about uh, Gray Daniel's operation. So we bag the firewood, drop it on a skid, 60 bags per skid, then forks come in and take it over to a container. Oh, I fucking hate skids. What kind of container? Like a train car. One of those ocean freight liners there. Oh, like when you hit these big small houses. <laughs> forks come in and take the skids with a couple bags in the container, okay. then Tibidoo and a couple others hand bomb them in there. Why are you double handling? Ah? You're gonna to wanna to watch your carbon footprint too. Well, you hand bomb the bags onto the skid, and the forks come over, take the skid over the container. Just skip the fucking skid, and bomb the bag straight on the container. What's the problem? Uh, it gets too hot inside the container to be going in and out all day. Well, sounds like your old man should have kicked your ass another time or two. Oh, this isn't from me. That's direct from Boss Hog. Well, that's fucking soft. Gray Daniels goes on to talk about how Tibidu isn't pulling his weight at work. He's working a third the speed as everyone else. Wayne suggests Gray Daniel give him the size nines. Gray Daniel says, you can't do that anymore. All the kids will complain about that stuff due to anxiety, depression, and autism. Squirrely Dan throws in his two cents. Listen, there is always, always an alternative to violence. On that, I would like to be crystal clear. Except if you're working fucking labor. Exactly. Yeah. You could be, you could be making sandwiches or fucking scooping ice cream. You could be doing anything. You could be doing just about fucking anything. You chose labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can't be fucking choosing labor and then slowing up production. No. They call that bullying now. Well, f- it's not bullying. It's tough love. There's a fucking difference. Don't open your mouth if you're going to be fucking <laughs> stupid, Gray Daniels. Yeah, the older kids gave it to us when we were young, too. That's why we didn't turn out tits like Tibidu. Yeah, but don't, like, give up on him either, right? It's kind of kind of whole point of the thing. Like, you know, you keep your foot in it. And if he wants to fuck dog, make life hard for him. So either stop fucking dog or he'll quit. Sounds like a win-win. Well, that's exactly what it is, Gray Daniels. (laughs) Gray Daniels thanks the Hicks for the advice and hangs up. And then it's time for the next caller. We have Dalton Thibodeau on the line. Is he really? Well, Thibodeau. I'm here to talk Gray Daniels to tell tales at school. And we cue the theme. All right, that's the cold open. That was a long cold open. Victor. What did you think of this cold open? So that's two episodes in a row without a cold open. This was a cold open. What are you it talking about? It was not about? a cold open. It was just another, it was a regular scene because after it's just a, because a cold open is either a complete separate uh, vignette mm-hmm. uh, or ties in in some small way back to the episode. This was an actual scene yeah. that had a bit of a break and then continued that same scene right after the break. This was not a cold open, my friend. Okay, cold I open, will... uh, semantics. Cold open is... No, is, it's not semantics. Cold, cold open semantics. is a scene that starts before the credits. That's all that means. It's It, it opens cold. The, the episode yeah, opens and, cold. And, 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 the scene, and the scene so far 
so far in none of the other previous episodes yeah. has sure, ever directly fine. continued. Yeah. But it's still afterwards. a cold open. Still a cold open. Anyway, what did you, you think of it? You can call it whatever the hell you want, but it was not a cold open. <laughs> what did you think of this uh, scene I, that, I ha- that, that, <laughs> that that opened coldly before the credits? Go. Yes. I thought the scene was, was good. It had lots of great parts. It had mm-hmm. all of that same awesomeness that we got in the previous, the, you know, the mm-hmm. one thing that we all agreed that we enjoyed in the previous episode. It had that. Mm-hmm. I just felt that that whole conversation, it dragged on. I Both myself and Linda mm-hmm. were at, at, at one point, especially when they were getting into the minutiae of the the whole process of moving (laughs) like we we were struggling are we are we understanding everything they're saying are we getting the slang are we missing anything do we know who tibidu is (laughs) and are we understanding what what all this anger is about and 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 yes the answer is yes we we got it Mm -hmm. we didn't have to take a doctorate to get through it Mm -hmm. but it was a bit of a struggle just because of how long it was and 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 tedious it was at times but it was a it was a it was a good it was a good scene overall okay matt i'm gonna give you guys both points Mm -hmm. a cold open is a narrative technique used in television and films it is a practice of jumping directly into a story at the beginning of the show before the time hold hold on (laughs) it's my turn to speak oh he gonna get red cards or opening credits are shown so technically speaking al is right this was a cold open but i understand it's clinical It's semantics. <laughs> and I understand where Victor's coming from because I agree. It didn't feel like when we when we say cold open, we're expecting this randomness, not related to the story, fun open. This is letter Kenny feel. They didn't do that. So no. you both get points. I'm gonna In the letter Kenny universe, it is not a cold open. Not a cold open. Yeah. So I will give you that. So that's why I need to make I need to set the stage straight. I loved it. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. Um <laughs> I, I still can't, I can't get enough of them sitting in front of the cameras mm-hmm. and trying to navigate the world of television. Like every time someone's like, someone's on the phone, is it really? Yeah. Like, I love it. I, <laughs> that just kills me. And then they have this whole yeah. banter. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story was great. I, I, I got I mean, the, the, the whole story um, with Buddy on the phone there made me laugh because it touched when he talked about unloading the trailers, I actually used to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked warehousing years ago and there's actually more than what just Wayne was talking about in terms of, you know, skip the step, put on the skid. So there's a couple of ways of thinking. If you think of logistics, you put it on the skid because it's easier to move around. You're usually surrounded shrink wrap them up and they sit nicely. You can pull them off with a forklift. But if you're sending things far, often they avoid the skid altogether so they can ram more shit into the container mm-hmm. to send more product in one container, say overseas. So we used to get container loads full of ba- 50 pound bags of peanuts arrived at the warehouse. I would get peanuts, no skid- nuts, right? Peanuts. Pe- peanuts. Yeah, okay. peanuts. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure. And and, uh, <laughs> and, and I didn't want no you to get excited. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all good. There. It's all good. And there'd be no, there'd be no skids. Just <laughs> literally ran to the tits on this thing, mm-hmm. and we'd have to lump. It was called lumping, is the is the term to remove them manually. Mm-hmm. We would lump them off onto skids and then put them away in the warehouse. So mm-hmm. we'd spend a whole day just moving these damn bags out of this container for space saving. But oh. you know, it's a, and I'm sure I, it was hot in there. I, it was. It was actually quite. It was. It was. <laughs> so. Did I they, know that was kind of off. If, sorry? Were they roasted nuts then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, not ah. very good. It, wow. Okay. 
<laughs> Where's Adrian to. when you need these drugs? I had to. I was waiting for it. This is a, this is a serious show. This is a serious <laughs> show, Tanya. You are spare parts, aren't you, bud? <laughs> okay, Tanya, what, what did you think of the cold open? Uh, I agree with Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, that just continued going and going and going um, and was completely the show. It, it didn't feel like a cold open at all. Not their normal cold open. Did you um, enjoy it? But yeah, I, I finally got a chance to see Squirrely Dan looking around trying to find <laughs> where the voice was coming from. I thought it was I thought it was comical. Here they are on like for everyone to hear and listen and uh, be a part of and, and uh, the television show. And they're talking and, and how they always go on about bad gas travels fast and and they're on the television talking about people and being tits and not yeah. working and how to get them to work and and uh like pretty much trashing them yeah and uh i thought it was i'm like um they do realize everybody can hear them right well they're treating the callers like as if they just approached them at the produce stand they're, they're doing exactly the same thing they do if somebody came up to the produce stand and and asked for advice there so the, yeah they're they're not they're not aware uh, self-aware of what's what's actually going on and also wayne doesn't care because he he said himself if he's going to badmouth you he's going to badmouth you to your face so when thibodeau does call back he's like well yeah uh, i that's what i said so now you know now i'm going to back it up by you know telling you to fuck off even more but uh yeah it was uh did, is that all you had for that? <laughs> yeah. Are you are you worried about getting a red card tonight? There? I am worried. I, <laughs> got, I got a yellow so early in the game here. I don't. I don't have any red cards. So you're good. <laughs> Just stand up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. This the, the scene had all, lots of the the stuff that we loved from the similar scene from before so my only complaint there would might be that they just kind of rehash the same thing mm. but it also had one of my favorite lines there when they were talking about the containers and when squirrely dan says oh the hippies make small homes out of them it was fucking hilarious <laughs> i love that line it's so funny um <laughs> yeah the whole the whole thing was 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 amusing and uh and a solid cold open and it was a cold open chat uh, it was not a cold open. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where's my yellow Three card? against two. <laughs> is this going to be the yeah. poll for... The, oh, no, that's a, a blue, blue spatula. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? That's dark. Spatula. I don't know. That's just rude, Victor, to pull the blue spoon out. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> Victor just flashed the blue spatula. That, this, this is going to be a Twitter poll, I feel like. Yeah. Was that a cold opening? Because it wasn't a cold open. It was just no. like... Hey, we're Come just on, I thought I said this clear. It's Thank technically you. it is a, a cold cold, cold yeah. but in letter letter Kenny lore mm-hmm. would 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 say this is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? Fair Jeff? enough. Fair. I I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when uh when they were talking about the beers and like how it felt like there was a fourth one joining us, mm-hmm. I can uh, relate to that to this how? podcast. Oh, to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> when it was just the four of you guys, even with with guests, you got. Just feels like you're just talking with you're gabbing with your friends. We are, your and we're drinking show. beer. Yeah, yeah we're drinking a puppers. <laughs> we're drinking beers. Yeah, I don't have a puppers. But. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but you have a horn. I do. We I don't, don't have, have a horn. horn. I do have a drinking. I don't. Horn. I don't want to move on until you tell me you're. You give me. <laughs> give me a nod if you're. If you're done. <laughs> 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 oh, Blink twice. <laughs> you're gun shy now, aren't you? I then? am. I'm, I'm so shy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun one. The, the squirrely dance always fun. <laughs> and then them just trying to be like super like, oh, really? Are they? Can they hear me? 
Oh, it's a it was a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can continue now. <laughs> bad hosting. Bad hosting. Al. <laughs> All right, coming out of the theme scene one. Uh, the Hicks are still yelling at Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Um, <clears throat> Tippy toe. Katie interrupts uh, their ranting to inform them that Thibodeau hung up. Uh, the Hicks are happy to end the call and begin to leave, but they still have time for another caller. The next caller is Ken donkers good uh who the hicks all agree is a really good guy donkers good just calls sass the hicks opinion on soccer he leaves the hicks wondering uh if he called to the right show Derry gives his opinion that he doesn't have much time for a sport that doesn't have a lot of contact involved they end the call and wayne reminds the viewers that the show is for agriculture related t- uh, questions the show ends and katie comments that there were a baker dozen uh, baker's dozen callers that they never got to Squirrely Dan suggests that maybe next time they weeds out the callers that don't talk about that don't want to talk about agricultural issues. This suggestion gets a get off my dick from Katie. Uh, <clears throat> Derry remarks that it's too it's too bad people have to wait a whole week to figure out the real problems. That gives Wayne a thought. He thinks soccer has a pretty good thing going with the card system. Now, how handy that be if it was real life? Well, no doubt that'd be handy. Be Handy Newton. Be Handy Koufax. Be Handy Alomar Jr. Be Macho Man Handy Savage. It's like we weed out the tits and give us more time for real people. It's problems. Well, yeah, and then we wouldn't have to deal with the tits. Yeah, yeah. So if he gets a yellow card, it means stops being a dinx. If he keeps being a dinx, he gets a red card, which means you're out, you tit. Bingo. <laughs> tits out, 2018. It's not 2018. Fuck's out sold system, eh? Like, if you give you a red card, it means you can't call in, clog up the phone lines, give us more time for... Other people. There's problems. Yeah, it shouldn't take long for somebody to start being obnoxious. Well, if we're going to be efficient. Well, if you be one thing, you should be efficient. We should start with people we know it's ain't going to take too long. I know where we should look. Cut to the hicks at the gym talking to Riley and Jonesy. Uh, they ask what the hockey players have been up to. They've been skipping leg day, which is still apparently a thing. They're suffering, but they no longer want to suffer in silence, so they've started a program to help folks who are chronic leg day skippers find each other. The program is called Leg Day Bay. This immediately gets a yellow card from Wayne. Uh, Then Riley and Jonesy plead for a chance to make their pitch, so Wayne reluctantly agrees. So, those looking to learn the Leg Day Bay way must fill out this Leg Day Bay survey. We put all the names on a Leg Day Bay tray and select them randomly, and boom, match you with your future Leg Day Bay. <laughs> Still not working? Then Leg Day Bay pay may just be the way. It's our premium service, boys. With Leg Day Bay pay, you skip the Leg Day Bay tray, and you select your own Leg Day Bay from this Leg Day Bay display. Liquid crystal display, LCD. Only the best for our users of the Leg Day Bay pay. Select your Leg Day Bay, crush legs, and maybe take them down after. Can almost guarantee takedowns for our premium Leg Day Bay pay members. Wayne gives Riley and Jonesy a red card, and the two hockey players proceed to act out as if they were actual soccer players complaining to the referee after getting a red card. Uh, the Hicks are just about to leave, but then uh, Ron and Dax walk up. There's more to the program, a companion program for gays called Gay Leg Day Bay. This draws a yellow card immediately from Wayne, but they continue. You're familiar with Leg Day Bay? And Leg Day Bay Pay? Well, this is Leg Day Bay. And Leg Day Bay Pay for, for gays. gays. Let's smash some ass. Let's get so fucking gay. Interested in joining Gay Leg Day Bay? Fill out the Gay Leg Day Bay survey. Put your name in this Gay Leg Day Bay beret. We'll select names randomly, and boom, you've got your Gay Leg Day Bay. Or skip the Gay Leg Day Bay Beret with Gay Leg Day Bay Pay, which allows users to select their own 
Gay Leg Day Bay. Likely take them down too. We're anticipating significant gay takedowns for subscribers of Gay Leg Day Bay Pay. Let's get super fucking gay. Let's get some ass. <laughs> also included is Gay Leg Day Bay Soiree, where they serve uh, Cabernet, Chardonnay, Cafe au lait. You can become a Gay Leg Day Bay Day for say, and they'll help you find a Gay Leg Day Bay fiance or have a Gay Leg Day Bay three way. Uh, they also have plans to go international with Gay Leg with Leg Leg Day Bay <laughs> Uruguay, Mandalay, <laughs> and USA. <sighs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> When their pitch ends, Wayne produces a red card, and all four of them throw tantrums like soccer players do. Uh, the Hicks move on to their next subjects. Scene three, the Hicks arrive at the Skids' lair. The Skids are starting a band. Squirrely Dan asks what they sound like. No one! If you sound like someone else, you fucking suck! Hoobastank and Incubus might be the exceptions there. Would you believe I seen Hoobastank open for 311 at Detroit State Theater? Are you serious? Well, I don't give a shit. You ever heard of Mastercraft? Or like Mastercraft, a sprinkle a bit of gold panda. Yeah, sprinkle a bit of the Phantom's Revenge. Uh, sprinkle a bit of Rusty. Rusty, like the top-selling Canadian punk band of all time behind some 41 Rusties? No! Rusty, video game influenced Scottish laser hip-hop electronic producer, R-U-S-T-I-E, Rust. Oh, because if it was the Canadian Rusty, I'd be less than Groovy Dead was a pretty good track. My production note there, Groovy Dead by the Canadian band Rusty is the song they use at the end of this episode. And you may hear it later on in our podcast as well. Squirrely Dan comments that it's nice to see the skids focused on something besides their chemical romance. Uh, Katie asks them what they're called, calling the band. The band's name is the hottest sex imaginable. Uh, this gets a yellow card. This is my house. It's your mom's house. If you serve me a red card, you may not ask me to vacate. We'll let ourselves out. Think about it. <clears throat> The hottest sex imaginable with special guests, the Chemical Brothers. The hottest sex imaginable with special guest, the Prodigy. Hot fire hit of the summer. The hottest sex imaginable featuring Daft Punk and for real. The hottest sex imaginable featuring Susan Serrated. Wayne gives them a red card and they act out like soccer players do. Uh, Stuart <laughs> pretends that his leg is injured. And uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, scene four. Next stop is the church and Glenn. Glenn greets the Hicks and then laughs at the way they talk, saying it's a gold mine. Glenn thinks the Hicks talk funny. Uh, this gets a yellow card. Uh, Glenn thinks that the kids just love their saucy slogans and quirky quips. So he's designed some T-shirts with said slogans. The first one features Wayne's most famous expression, sort of. Pitter patter, let's get going. Yeah. Air ball. <laughs> like this? Air ball. <laughs> Daniel, yours too. Get ready for it. Apparently, oh, swings in a mess. You're welcome. I did not forget about you, Mr. Barrel. What about this? Take your time, read the whole thing, it's long. When you love your job, <laughs> it never seems like work. Oof. Strike three. Oh, and Katie, this one you have to send over to your ex-boyfriends, Riley and Jonesy, because it is... For the guys. Because that's what they always say! Rim and out. Aren't you snotty today, Katie? Up a doom! Someone served this person a friggin' poppers. <laughs> and this one's for all of you because you're always doing my chores. And oh, we don't, <laughs> you don't want to say yes. You want to maybe give it a hefty no thank you. Oh, this is too easy. Boy, howdy. Uh, Wayne flashes a red card and they're off to their next stop. Scene five at McMurray's house and McMurray is telling his usual tales of him and Mrs. McMurray down in Minican. He draws a quick yellow from Wayne, uh, which he completely misinterprets. Uh, then he goes on to talk about a business. He started uh, importing 
Arab Fabrics called Arabric, and that's a red card. Scene six at Modine's three, Gail immediately starts hitting on Wayne, drawing a nearly yellow. Then she shows off a new sign for the bar as, uh, as the party, uh, a new sign for the bar, part of her uh, new marketing campaign. The sign reads Modine's family style pub and grill, tap house, eatery, resort, and casino. Uh, the red card gets flashed and Gail uh, throws her usual tantrum. Scene seven, back at the TV studio. The uh, Hicks settle in for another episode of Crack and Egg. They reminisce of their productive day. They red carded at least a dozen teats, I think is what uh, Derry says. The caller, the caller queue is now cleared of all teats. So they start the show and take their first call. Okay, we got Gray Daniels on the line again. Oh, Gray Daniels, put him through. He can hear you. Gray Daniels. All right now. Good news. That's bad. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. Listen, I just wanted to call because I was feeling bad about telling tales out of school on Tibidu. Bad guy travels fast in the small towns, but if he's a tit, it's out there. So they told me. And so what happened? Did you take our advice? I did. Uh, yeah, I did. I took my foot in it and showed him a little tough love. And? And he came around, actually. He picked up the slack and isn't slowing down production anymore. Good to hear. Good to hear. There you go. Yeah, I'm just calling you from the break room here, actually, and uh, Tibidu's here. He wants to say something he is, so I'll hand off the phone here. So, yeah. Uh, talk to you. Yeah, talk to you. Hey, now. Hey, do. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, Great Handles <laughs> had the balls to say sorry for telling tales out of school, so do you use too? Fuck you, Timidoo! <laughs> and we fade to black. <laughs> All right. That is the episode. Victor, let's talk about your initial thoughts. So, are we going to sit here and pretend like any of that made any sense? <laughs> <laughs> you tell us, Victor. You, you get to lead the way. Yeah, Victor. it's it's up to you. So, so uh, I none of that made any sense. Okay. Why were why are so 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 if they if the if the whole idea was to go and uh, streamline the call queue mm-hmm. uh, and 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 weed out all the tits, um, <laughs> then okay, got it. Why are they? For interviewing the people that likely would not have been calling in in the first place, number one, but mm-hmm. whatever, that's that's hearsay. But why were these guys pitching anything to <laughs> to the Hicks? Why were they pitching stuff? Was this did I miss some other storyline that mm-hmm. was happening? Was there a contest going on? Mm-hmm. Were they judges for some show for some other show that they're going to do? In, in like it was this was this like an Easter egg for a future show? Mm-hmm. Like none of that made any sense as to why they were pitching. Mm-hmm. The, the the skits themselves were 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 funny. It was there was a lot of hilarity and and a lot of that. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting what the Hell is how I was I was I had the Tanya face on like, uh, oh. Like, <laughs> oh you I, I was backing you until that moment there what the hell how did I get thrown under the bus it's a call back to you to the previous episode uh, when when you looked at Al when you looked at Al and you said Al what the fuck is going on that was that was. That was that was me thinking, looking at Linda, looking at each other. What just happened? What was happening right right now? There, uh, in this quick second there, uh, and it just didn't make any sense. So uh, I'll hand it off to you guys. Maybe you can help me uh, figure it out, Matt. <laughs> so <laughs> I I will agree. 
somewhat what he said. I will I, I will agree to the fact that I really wasn't sure what they were doing <laughs> and why the whole pitch snare was happening. I thought I missed something, mm-hmm. and I was hoping through this I would catch something that I maybe missed, yeah. but it didn't happen yet, and maybe it's still coming. So it felt like the Dragon's Den episode, take yep. two. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yep. So 100%, that's what I got the vibe of. But – that said, there was some really good moments. It was it was a roller coaster episode. I'll say that mm-hmm. the the cold open I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought I, it really made me laugh. Um, the leg day bay <laughs> scene, <laughs> it was ridiculous. But I I laughed so fucking hard. I just love that Riley and Jonesy love their PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> like this is the second time they they bring oh up the my PowerPoint. God. <laughs> but like even from start to finish, even when uh, Ron and Dax came in, like. Like Jen and I were watching it, and we were both giggling like idiots. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't stop laughing. It was, it, and it also felt very like they were. It's like they couldn't get enough rhyming done in Great Day for Thunder Bay, so they right. expend, yeah, extended they it into going. this one, yeah. and they just kept going. <laughs> but it worked, and I laughed so hard through that scene. Mm-hmm. But the all the others, the skid scene, I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, the Glenn scene was good. There were some real good moments in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it, the Glenn it, scene was great. Yeah, oh, I thought it was, it was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was so good. Yeah. And actually, it wasn't until we listened back now that I put together the um, the Ferda one for the for the guys. Oh, I'm like, yeah. well, I, I was trying to put them. What are they actually saying? That was the only one I got stuck on. But just oh. listening back now, I'm like, oh, it's Ferda. Yeah. Um, and then McMurray made me laugh. I mean, the, the, that was one of the best laughs I had was when they held out the red card for McMurray. He's like, I, I don't have it red. Like or whatever he said, like that a, killed me. And move or a chartreuse, or because yeah, he's, he's big into like <laughs> yeah. the yeah. But he's like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have red. <laughs> so all in, it, it was there was some really good potential here, but mm-hmm. I was like Victor confused on why this episode happened. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Okay, ten. All right. Not saying that I wasn't confused because I was, but I kind of thought, okay, maybe this is like a commercial for the egg call. I'm like, is that why they're going around? Like they're looking for advertising, advertising or yeah. like a commercial break or like mm-hmm. some, I don't know. I, that's the only thing that I could link it to based on what though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's based no on setup. Really nothing. Like, but if, if they had done something, <laughs> public television, if they had done something to set that up, then that would make a, a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. In fact, yeah, all they had to do. Yeah. Say, Cause everybody was trying to, to like, Oh, here's what I could. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. what I could do for you mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so I thought it was like a commercial, commercial mm-hmm. component of the yeah. egg call. So anyways, I thought it was that. Um, I agree with Victor and with Matt. Um, good points. Like um, the skids, I, I didn't, the one that I really didn't like was um, when he started going on and on about his leg, like the ow, 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 ow. And I'm he like, was acting like a soccer player but who I, just got a red card. I so. didn't catch that until you yeah. pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't entirely, I'm like, what that like Charlie horse, like what is happening uh, right now? Every, every time somebody got a red card, well, not every, because McMurray didn't even understand what the card was about, but all the other ones, <laughs> once they got a red carded, they started acting out like soccer players do like overacting and, and, and you know, being I have to watch it again now, but I, I didn't put that theory or that that's not theory, that thought together yeah. all yeah. on the red card. So yeah. that's that's interesting. That's what it is. They're acting it out like like it was a soccer player who just got a red card. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and 
yeah. drama. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the great day for gay bay leg day, whatever. <laughs> I want to know how many times they screwed that oh, up. Know, like right? how right. many times did that take? And and how many times did I was they, reading like, it off the laughing? page and I and I and I screwed oh, it up yeah. or laughing at each other. Yeah, and and breaking breaking from the scene because yeah. wow, that was a lot of tongue twisting and and they it they didn't miss a beat from what we see right from um yeah. from what was uh what was recorded i mean if we ever get any of them four on this show we need to ask them about that scene because i agree <laughs> that one was so it was like the ultimate tongue twister and and, and, they, and the timing and just, of it right oh it was so on key i loved it yeah uh that one was good so that's my thoughts all right um I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I agree with Victor um, in terms of why were people pitch pitch. So the only one that made sense was the very first one, because uh, if you think back to that scene, they're sitting at the in the gym and they're just chatting with Riley and Jonesy. Hey, what are you guys been up to? And, and, and Riley and Jonesy are like, oh, you know, we're skipping leg day. Blah, blah. So they're just having a conversation. And then then they, they say, oh, we, we, we came up with this program. Do you want to hear the pitch? So that one. I understood because they 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 took you from oh they're just having a chat to oh we're we're gonna pitch you this idea we airball no, airball no hold on they, let me finish screen ready to go no I, well they, <laughs> but the screen may not have been there for the Hicks it may have been there because they were pitching it to somebody else what what are we, what are we looking at I can't see it's it's not coming through it. at all it's You're not coming bright. through at all you gotta you gotta turn down your brightness there champ. What's I don't not know how to do that. It's a is that supposed to be a red card? It's oh. a, no, that's, that's, oh, right. it's that's why card. it looks the same as the yellow card. I'm gonna put <laughs> anyway, so, so but, but Victor, like, <laughs> I, like I said, I am agreeing with you because I, I don't, I feel like they didn't set it up only that one there. You can kind of argue that it was kind of set up, but the others. So I think what, what they could have done is just at, during a, like at the end of the, the taping of the egg hall, if they said, Oh, we're going to go interview some potential sponsors that everything else makes sense yes. everything else falls in place yeah they needed a tie-in because matt i love what you're saying this was uncle eddie's trust part two i think mm-hmm. they loved that format so much that, that last time this yeah. was the perfect way to do yeah. it again where, where, yeah. where, where they're pitching something to the hicks and the hicks are judging it yeah. loved it so uh, if they had done that this episode, oh, I'm not going to give it a rating yet, but I would have enjoyed this episode so much yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. They just missed that tie-in exactly, to connect yeah. why it was happening. I think we all got lost in that. Yeah. Chad, what did you think? It's, it's a funny comedy show. Are you trying to tell us to, to relax? To- Are we in TV yeah. again? <laughs> Figure it out, guys. It's, Figure it's, it out. Not, it, it's not supposed to make sense. They're just joking around. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. no, they're all they're no, all the you're, no, you're letting them off the hook too easy, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. You you <laughs> have answer. I know you listen to this podcast, so I know yeah. that I know it. Wait, no, I don't listen. What? <laughs> hey, you're clearly a fan of the show. This is yeah. where we are yeah. our, we allow ourselves to be a little bit of critical. Yeah. It's okay. We're geeking we out still on love it. Kenny. We're, just I like mean, no, that's, that's just funny. like I heard that's you right? geeking out on those Star Wars trailers that's yesterday. Come on. That's true. That's true. I it it the, the plot makes no fucking sense. No, you're right. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> it's just like, why, why are we pitching dumb ideas? Yeah. Okay. I, I love I love Glenn. He's always the best. <laughs> Appar- apparently swinging a miss. <laughs> Get this guy a fucking... Get this guy a puppers. <laughs> Come on. That was so funny. 
I said that totally wrong, though. <laughs> okay. You're Glenda. So, serve this, this, this guy serve, friggin' puppers or something? or Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I, know, I know Adrian and I were going back and forth at those, and then I like forgot about that one. But <laughs> You were probably yeah, having no, a puppers while you were doing it. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> so. No, it was, uh, it was a funny episode. It's mm-hmm. kind of dumb. and makes no fucking sense. But, you know, it was, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. let's. Uh, may I move on? Oh, <laughs> blink, blink twice blink twice yeah victor uh your ra- what rating do you give this episode uh well i said the, the rating um is a clearance and and it's a clearance because uh there's a lot of really there was a lot of laughter in this episode there's just you know the, the, the whole leg leg skit uh was was pretty funny it was just completely ridiculous, but there was a lot of it, and just the kind of the uh, tongue twister aerobics that that, could, <laughs> that they had to go through and uh, and and actually get got through those scenes. I don't know how many t- takes it took, but that was pretty crazy. And I I love the Glenn scene. I I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I I just there's a lot of good stuff there. So so you have to give it cr- uh, marks for that. But you can't give it a fresh just because. I walked away just completely bewildered and confused as to what I was just watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so for me, it's a clearance. Okay. Uh, Matt, what's your, what do you give this one? Yeah. I mean, in the weird occasion of the world, I agree with Victor. I mean, <laughs> it's a clearance. It's an easy, and I'll say it's an easy clearance because there was a lot of great stuff. This had the potential to be a top 10, maybe even a top five episode. Had they, pulled the story together. The, I mean, again, I, I go back. I love the open. I thought it was fantastic. The, the leg day scene was it, one of my favorites. I, I absolutely, and, and sometimes the rhyming stuff can get over to the top. I loved that scene. I thought they delivered it so well. Um, and then the Glenn scene was brilliant too. So there was some really good, strong elements here, but to Victor's point, the story didn't tie together and I left, I was, I was still was confused. Even to this moment, still a little bit confused on what was going on. So I can't possibly give it a fresh based on that confusion. Hmm. Okay. Tanya. Um, I wanted to add an, um, uh, my Twitter poll, uh, request for this, this, uh, Well, there's going to be a one. couple of polls, I guess. What's yours? Mine is tit. Um, who uses that? And where did it come from? But I just want to know. Listable. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like the tits out. Uh, 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 tits out, sure. Tits up, yeah. tits out, you know. Yeah, doesn't Mrs. M- uh, Marvelous Maisel say uh, tits out when she gets tits on stage? Out? Yeah. yeah, but but uh, calling 2018? somebody a tit when they're dumb? I'm not sure. I think I've heard I've, that I've, I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it. Oh, well, but, I'll put it yeah. out there. I'll put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I question that. Um, I, I completely and utterly, uh, strangely enough, agree with uh, both gentlemen. Um, uh, it's a clearance. It didn't push it over the top uh, to a fresh. It wasn't horrible. It had some great qualities to it, but it wasn't. Uh, it, it, it's exactly what the guys have said. Okay. All right. I'm I'm torn here because let's see. The, uh, the 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 cold open that you guys insist is not a cold open, but but I think it's a cold open, was was strong. It was you know it was just yes all the good stuff from the previous episode carried on. The 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 leg day bay 
was funny. The Glenn part was funny. The the McMurray part. So every individual element. Uh, may, Not may, every. Well, uh, maybe uh, with maybe the exception of the skid scene. Every other element was you guys said was funny. I, what, what part did you not enjoy other than the skid scene? Well, no, I, I don't think the McMurray one was strong. I thought it had the one line he said made me laugh, but I wouldn't say yeah. it was very McMurray, but it was fine. It was quick. Okay. So it, it didn't okay. give me enough to bite onto. And, right. um, but I mean, so, it was, it was just okay. The, the Glenn, the, the, like the scenes that were strong were really, really fucking strong. So yeah. the only yeah. drawback, and, and I agree with you guys, the, to me, the only drawback is that connector of all the scenes but the scenes in it's the, important it's important i understand but it, it is it is one aspect so so I'm, I'm i was like teetering between fresh and clearance and well, I'm, I'm like why were you teetering what? well because just, i i agree with just, i agree with you guys the connect the oh, victor the connective <laughs> tissue which is the, the connective the, tissue? The, 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 exactly, exactly. The connective tissue. You but, know, if you just spent an hour putting up a Christmas tree and you plug it in and it doesn't work because your freaking wire, you forgot to connect the the the, the wire, then the what the hell's the point? Wow. <laughs> Can't confirm. What was in that coffee, my God, Victor? Was it? But listen, and they've also all that. So listen, I, I'm 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 fully fighting with Victor here because. <clears throat> This is weird. Season, I know. Season, I know. I know. It's weird. <laughs> season six, we talked about how they were really getting story heavy as well. Mm-hmm. And there really was a cohesive story. Whether you mm-hmm. loved every episode or not, they went on. And even last of they, they there's a story continuation. This one, it just broke. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. It doesn't make any sense. And I and and because we were getting used to that new style mm-hmm. in the letter canny universe of we're telling a story now. I don't think they succeeded. And that's why I can't give it like, I love, I, I really enjoyed the scenes that were there mm-hmm. independently. If they were like letter Kenny problem episodes on YouTube, they were fantastic, but there was gaps and it, it confused me and I can't push it over the top. Is it possible that they edited out some very important scenes? Yeah. Uh, Cause this is now two episodes in a row where I'm questioning the editing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know this is true. That's a good point. It, it, it's it's two episodes in a row. You're right. Where it, had they just done one little thing, it would have actually made a huge difference for the rest of the episode. Uh, it, in the first one, it was if they had in that first scene in the kitchen, if they had said if they had alluded to who's coming to the stump burn tonight, just doing that, yeah, would have tied the entire episode Absolutely. together, right? And in this episode yeah. again. Had they at at the end of recording the first egg, uh, yes, crack an egg. If they had said, "Oh, we're going to go interview some potential sponsors," boom, this is uh, an automatic fresh episode. So I, you know, I agree with you guys. It's a clearance, so uh, I'm giving it. So is that a unicorn clearance? Is that? (laughs) I think so. It's it's uh, it's we've never all agreed like that. It's a Walmart. Unicorn, a Clarence unicorn. <laughs> so Chad, what? Uh, not in the, uh, now that we've all given it a clearance, the pressure's off. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Sweet, thank you. It was totally. <laughs> it was. It was definitely a clearance. It was yeah. like a good bit. It was a good mid grade episode. Mm-hmm. It made no sense, but it was still funny. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I still laughed at all of them. I laughed at the skid one. The whole my chemical. 
Rom- romance. Yeah. You're, you're, what, your chemical what is your romance? obsession with My Chemical Romance? So, like, there's got to be there? something well, behind. There's the a band. There. It's a band called My. Chemical. I, I know that. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's one of the biggest like emo type like yeah. bands in okay. the world. Let so me re- let me reiterate. I know who My Chemical Romance it's, is. It's, it's a what big, is their like obsession? Band. They've referenced well, them dr- multiple they're times. Dr- they're druggies. They, they've got a it's chemical. A big, they have yeah, a chemical a romance. Band. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll move on to uh, top I fives. <laughs> I think this will be pretty quick. Does this make your top five, Victor? It does not. Matt. Hard no. Tanya. Nope. Uh, no, it does not. Chad, uh, you, I mean, you, have you given us your top five yet? I don't know. I, I I don't even know anymore. There's just so many episodes. I don't. It's it's hard to keep track on like which ones you guys seen already. Right. And, I'll get, like, I'll get. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. It requires like too it. much too much uh, pre- preparation. I, mean, I understand. Liz Hicks is still my favorite episode. Oh well, so there you go. So Liz Hicks is still number one. Uh, let's see here. MVP. So we're not doing the the Victor's MVP game is dead. It is dead. <laughs> no! Long, long live Victor's MVP. But we are still going to give Woo! our MVPs. So Victor- Nail in the coffin was last week. <laughs> Damn it, Victor! <laughs> Damn it. You probably game. Who did you think it was going to be? Just because you it was, seemed pretty- It was going to be Glenn. Well, we'll no, he's never no. been a person, so you're wrong. So I feel like this time it was going to be Glenn. Okay, well, hold on. No. He's still, we're still going to do MVPs. We're just not going to try to guess Victor's because that's just a fool's hey, man, errand. This was, so, Victor, it was a fun game. What was your MVP for this episode? Well, I think I think your tits would have guessed it this time. <laughs> tits? Uh, yeah. Uh, not Chad, because, uh, you know, he already, I know uh, what it would have been. I'm just going to yeah, already bombed oh, out. So, you're playing it anyway. You're the one who killed it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing anyway I, because like, it's, it's like okay there's so many she yeah. got all excited no, oh i know what back. it's gonna be bring and she writes it, it down yeah. bring it yeah, back. Chad, no. bring it back. i'm with you chad i think it's fun <laughs> it's a I, fun I, game I, I it's think, unwinnable i, I think one of That's you point. I, I think one or more of you would have guessed it because i was rooting for the mvp in every single scene mm. um and and every single scene so uh for me the mvp was the red card oh my god all right <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. I don't want. I don't want to play this game anymore. Uh, Keep playing this game. This is a fun game. Matt, oh, yeah. Tanya slammed her book down. She's a. She's changed her mind. Too. What did she have? What did you have? Fuck off! I don't want to tell you. You you tried to really think outside the. You tried to rewrite the book today. Didn't you? It was the shirts. the shirts. All the misspelled. Um, all the. Yeah, all sure. The... Last week was plaid. It could have been the shirts. Anyway, it's just Matt. Matt. I I hundred percent didn't guess at all in this time. I'm like I'm tired of disappointment. Um, I, I I but I but even mine was slightly on own with Victor. I gave it to Leg Day because that was my favorite scene. That entire scene, start to finish, I laughed so fucking hard. So I gave it to Leg Day. Nice. Oh man, you guys. All right. Uh, but that would make that would make sense. It was a whole scene. Okay, Tanya. It wasn't an abstract anomaly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as always, Glenn just makes me smile. I think he's lovely, and uh, I loved his his shirts. Maybe that's why I was so excited. I thought that he, <laughs> Victor would have had shirts. <laughs> They should sell that series of shirts just they as it's. Oh, I'm sure they would. I mean, oh, I, I bet you. Uh, bet your friend Danny probably designed all of them. <laughs> That's super apparently. funny. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I give it to Glenn too. Um, 
Squirrely Dan w- was was a close second on just on the the strength of that one line that he says at the beginning. The whole hip, hippies make homes out of them about the uh, the, <laughs> the the shipping containers. But no, it was ab- absolutely Glenn. The uh, Glenn scene with the t shirts was was the the and highlight. His hat. Yeah, and the hat. Uh, that was a highlight of this episode. Uh, Chad, <laughs> who's your MVP? Yeah, Glenn. Mm-hmm. It is Glenn. Uh, Glenn's so funny. Uh, anytime he's on the screen, he's the MVP. So <laughs> yeah, he really is. Love that character. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to last week's Twitter poll. It wasn't a Tanya's Twitter poll. It was the one I put up here. Uh, it was uh, the question was in season <laughs> in season uh, in last in the last episode, Crack and Ag, uh, while it was definitely Jared Kiso doing all the voices in the Colin segment for McMurray's Agricult show. Did you think it was meant to be Mc, uh, Wayne asking those calls to get back at McMurray or was it just other townsfolk? Uh and the two options I gave were hard no and yes, even though it wasn't a yes and no question. Uh, thanks, Austin, for pointing that out. Um, <laughs> I thought the same thing. But it's funny because like, that is not a Tanya's Twitter poll. That's too wordy. <laughs> Ninety-five <laughs> votes, and everyone else seemed to to understand at least what I was getting at. And seventy-five votes. I know seventy-two percent. Seventy-two point six percent said no. That was not Wayne. Yeah. Uh, and twenty-seven percent said uh, said uh, yes. It was Wayne. And That's a pretty uh, substantial that, amount. That, uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's That's crazy. scientific. Mm-hmm. Th- this this episode proved it wasn't Wayne, though. So because yeah, uh, exactly. Was voiced yeah, yeah, by, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good. Point. Oh, what's his name? So. And a couple of a couple of comments here. Uh, hard no on both. It was Shorzy, and that's from our friend Crystal. She thought it was Shorzy doing all the calls. Uh, and uh, awesome had to put in her five cents. How in the fuck are we supposed to answer an either or question with yes or no? Thank you, awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> and that's what we appreciate about her. Oh, yeah, teaches me for doing a poll after we record. Uh, you know, four beers in, uh, and we have some listener comments too. Uh, here, here's one uh, at Produce Stand. I just started listening to your podcast. It is anything but ten ply. That's from Brian Ruppel. Thank you so much, Brian, for for listening and for the comment uh, at Produce Stand Pod. Thanks for the follow. I am thrilled. Your podcast was mine and my husband's go to for the 16.5 hour drive to Canada to finally hey. see, to finally see my parents and family after 17 months, and we can't wait to listen on the way back. Also, one hundred percent. I know one hundred percent bringing puppers back to Virginia, and that's from Miss Goddess. Thank you so much. What uh, well, that one there? Where, where, is so that one? Where is that one listed? Uh, it's it's on Twitter. Yeah, that's awesome. They tweeted Thank at us. You. So yeah, so they they were driving from Virginia to their to visit their parents in Canada, and we were they were listening to us I the love whole way. That. And yeah, that is so awesome. Awesome. Um, Looks like Hulu got exclusive rights to Letterkenny in May 2019. So season seven was the first show that would have opened with uh, the Hulu logo. That's from our buddy Adrian, who, uh, you know, did our, our homework for us and and uh, did the research. So, yes. <laughs> so it's funny. So if this was the first one available on Hulu. So season seven was the first Letterkenny season available for Americans to watch. I mean, <laughs> I guess when they released season seven they, they probably also released seasons one through six but if this is their ta- first taste that would be it's kind of a dubious uh start i think for them but mm-hmm. anyway hopefully well obviously m- many went back and watched the first <laughs> the first six seasons as well um and then final comment here at produce and pod i love this podcast so much and i wish there were more episodes weekly and that's what i appreciate about you and that's from savage empire pod so thank you guys for the very very kind comments and uh and uh yeah it's been a great week for that and um 
Anyway, uh, we'll move on to final thoughts. Victor, what do you got for us? Well, uh, nice to hear that uh, Thibodeau did not write in with any comments. Uh, so that was that was uh, that was good. But, uh, but Chad, uh, thanks for, uh, as always for coming out and bring, bringing your uh, energy, uh, uh, some of it anyway, and uh, and, and, sharing, <laughs> and sharing your uh, lid with us. That was very very cool. I'm sure. Uh, Twitters uh, are going to enjoy seeing that when Matt uh, shares that with the, with the community. Uh, and thanks for sharing your cat's butt with us. That's really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I thought this was a fun episode. Uh, I, I thought it was uh, kind of ridiculous and hilarious all at the same time. Still have no idea what the hell any of that was all about. Uh, and, and, and maybe thinking, uh, and, and, I'm, and thank you for not giving it away for those that have uh, washed their head, Hoping that this will somehow is an Easter egg that's going to get uncovered uh, in in maybe the next episode or something like that. So I'm hoping for that. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Okay, Matt, final comments? Yeah, I mean, I love when you read the listener comments. They honestly and genuinely make me so happy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know we talked when we first started this thing. Um, I'm like, okay, this will be fun. We'll, we'll, we all love the show. Let's have a good time. But the fact, I mean, I, I, it's still so surreal to me that there's so many people that actually listen to us and enjoying. And thank you so much. Like, mm-hmm. it's it honestly, and, and the guy, and I, and I hinted last week, and I've hinted the week before. There's definitely some shit going on. And I'm dealing with some some hard time. I mean, at the end of the day, there are things that are way worse out there. But this is a hard time. This is a such a high every week. And I love when we start. I don't even know how many seasons ago we started having a guest on every week. So, mm-hmm. Chad, thank mm-hmm. you for coming. This was, we started off like, oh, let's invite someone out. And then it became a weekly thing. And it says now I, every week I'm like, hey, Al, who's joining us this week? Mm-hmm. And I'm genuinely excited to wonder who's going to come. And then I hear it's Chad. I'm like, Oh fuck, here we go. But no, <laughs> but, I'm kidding, buddy. But no, it's just like, I love, it. I mean, you guys get excited about the community. I promise you, we are just as excited about the community. Mm-hmm. We it's, this has become something way more than I think any of us thought it would be. And it's so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And you guys are, and it really is driven around all of you who are listening in and joining in our in, on our insanity every week. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's a blast. So thank you. Thank you so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to keep doing this as long as there's episodes, and as long as we can come up with new ideas to extend it mm-hmm. and whatever else happens. But um, this is a blast. So thank you. Awesome. Couldn't have said it better. Ten. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much, Chad. Always a pleasure. Um, <laughs> Just, uh, we, it's, it, it is, it's fantastic hearing, um, uh, the responses from people and, and, uh, it's, it's still, um, odd that people go out and listen and, and, uh, that's fantastic. I think, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna (laughs) stutter and (laughs) shall I save you? Yeah, please (laughs) do. (laughs) So yes. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to do a podcast. That's all I wanted to do. And the, you know, I didn't care what it was about. And the, the fact that we landed on letter Kenny, the fact that it's, <laughs> that, that it, it became what it became it, it, kind of a fluke. And the fact that you guys, Victor and Matt and Tanya agreed to do this with me. Cause I had no idea uh, what it would turn into. And, and so 
it's been a year and, and most podcasts don't go beyond the first month or two. Most podcasts don't last beyond 10 episodes where, you know, we're, we're well over 50 episodes, tens of thousands of listens. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's surreal. Uh, and then, and, and it's also been evolving. So you, Matt, I mean, you called it like, I feel like uh, had we not started getting guests on, people might've gotten a little tired of us or a little bored of us. So bringing in, the guests bringing in the members of our community has, has added that color, right? So whenever we have a chat on, we know what it's going to be. Whenever we have Dennis on, we know what it's going to be. Whenever, you know what I mean? We we know what kind of episode we're going to, it's going to be a different flavor episode because you guys bring uh, uh, your, your different characteristics. And so thank you. Thank you. The community. Amazing. Can't say enough. The fact that we have a sponsor, you know, we're, you know, we're not making a ton of money at this, but somebody actually sees value in putting their name with us. And Eric's been amazing. Like that was a fluke too. Everything's been kind of a fluke, but a happy coincidence, a happy, a happy fluke. And, uh, and it couldn't have, I can't, can't imagine it turning out better than it's been going. So, and you know what though, <clears throat> kudos to you, Al, cause oh. you are the one that brains that, that, pulled this all together. You had the idea, you reached out to each one of us and I thought you were crazy, but um, <laughs> I think you all did. Well, I, I was wondering too, but uh, you know, thank you for making I, it work. I thought it, it was just a scam to a way to get me to watch the show with you. It and, was, you know, <laughs> how it starts. And it, it's, it's so like we were, we were reminiscing today cause you mm-hmm. were, um, you had said that it, it's been one year and, and like all that we've been through in the last year and, and it's how our lives have, have changed. Heavy year. Yeah. Um, and, and how this has kind of spawned new and great things. Um, like when you strip away the, the COVID aspect of it, um, you know, this has been life changing and, mm-hmm. and, uh, for, for good, for some good parts, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My, my new job and, and, mm-hmm. uh, just <clears throat> spending more time with Victor who left, you know, we used to work together and, and, and now we were, we spend more time weekly than probably did when we worked together, Matt, yeah. you know, uh, even though we work in the same team or the same company, we, we don't, we're not on the same team. So, so just uh, spending more time with you spending this time childless, you know, <sighs> one, one hour, uh, an hour and a half every week with, with, with Tanya, it's been a godsend. So yes, it's been a way to keep our sanity and amongst all the insanity. Yeah. If there was a stronger word than th- uh, a stronger term than mm. thank you, I'd use it. But unfortunately that's all I got. Chad. Well, Chad, before you give us a hot finish, uh, <laughs> I, 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 do, I, I do want to say something important I take away from this episode mm. is that I'm going to start bringing yellow and red cards to all my meetings now. <laughs> oh, oh, at work? Your work meetings? Yes. I love yes. it. Yes. yes. That's yeah. a good so, idea. And, and, and it's great because all the meetings are, you know, over um, teams and stuff like that. So you can just flash a yellow card when somebody's saying something stupid. And the red card, if they go, if, if they, if they, if they do it a second time. That's so I, 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 just, I love how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I will. I will. Victor may but, be yeah. looking for new employment soon. Yeah. That's okay. But it's, it's a good way to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Anyway, on to you, my friend. Chat. Yeah. I just want to say uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, Congrats on the the one year. So it's getting pretty awesome. I didn't start listening to October, but even still, like I'm glad I found you guys and definitely made this crazy ass year and a half a whole lot better. And uh, like I said on on the group chat earlier, and I like just appreciate the community that you built around us. We got two people already waiting for us. Oh, and Discord. Discord. Yes, we- yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's uh, awesome and Josh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, no, actually, actually, it looks like it's just awesome and uh, and looks like Jack. So. Oh, oh, oh right. there. All right. So he's still <laughs> he's still at work. So he's he's uh he's must be. Yeah, must be. But yeah, just thank you for just creating this community. Thank you for having me on. It's always blessed to listen to guys every week, and uh, it's just congratulations again. Thanks, so. bud. Thanks, buddy. Thank All right. You. All right, I'm going to play this off here with, uh, as promised, uh, the song Groovy Dead by the Canadian band Rusty. Uh, these guys were great in the 90s, and uh, <sighs> the album Fluke was one of the best uh, early grunge, Canadian grunge albums in the 90s. So I know Victor loves grunge, but anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we will welcome new visitors to the produce stand, the hosts of Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal podcast, Sarge the Destroyer, and Maynard. And yes, they are from Massachusetts. Uh, They're going to join the panel to help us recap and review (laughs) episode three from season seven, Nuts. Don't forget to give our sponsor Diabolical Coffee some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo codes PRODUSTAND for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at PRODUSTANDPOD. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at PRODUSTANDPOD. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to kick the ball around at the local football pitch. Tits out. Soccer. Except for Tanya. Uh, On behalf of Chad, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and my myself thank you for listening and have a great week